Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. The car market has been pretty wild. New cars, used cars, all prices are up. There are many reasons why we're seeing such an increase in prices to purchase cars, but it's enough to spend hours to talking about, and I don't think we should spend today's episode on that. The question though is, what does this mean for us car enthusiasts? Well, off the bat, there are some strong indications that the current car market is more of a seller's market. Some factors related to money flow changes during the pandemic have changed how people buy things. And one thing that a lot of people have decided to buy is a car, or more than one car sometimes. This in turn has been part of the reason for the increase in car prices. If you're an enthusiast and looking to liquidate some of your collection, the process seems to be much easier now than it has been in the past few years just due to these high prices. Of course, selling a car is usually a real tough thing as is, you know, breaking that emotional connection. But being able to get a few more bucks for your car, uh, that might ease the pain a little bit. But how about on the other side of the transaction? I'd like to say a majority of car enthusiasts spend more of their time as a passive or active buyer rather than as a seller. I know I'm always window shopping for cars, even after I buy a car, which some may say is a problem. So seeing these new prices, where the increase is not only noticeable, but seemingly increasing by each transaction, is quite annoying. That being said, there are still a lot of gems on the market, ready to be scooped up at a good price. And so, that brings us to this episode of our GeForce mini-series, Would You Buy? This week's category, Weekend Drivers for Under $10,000. Something to go out in on a Sunday afternoon cruise, or even to an early morning on Saturday for cars and coffee, but something you don't necessarily need to rely on as your sole form of transportation to get to and from work. Or maybe it is your sole form of transportation because of a short or non-existent commute. Anyway, the important part is it's gotta be a lot of fun to drive, something that makes you feel special. Anything else is just a bonus. For this challenge, we settled on the 10K budget for a few reasons. First, with the car price increases, we thought setting the budget down at $5,000 would be less fun, as everything would be super beat up and require lots of work, or wouldn't be fun enough to make the list of weekend cars. Then there's the idea that this car potentially needs to be just a weekend car only, and so it's highly likely another car would need to be in the picture as a daily. Thus, anything above 10K just seemed a bit off for this challenge. And with that, here are three options for buying and building a $10,000 weekend car. First up, 
We gotta go with the answer to all car questions. Miata. Funny enough, the Miata is the reason why we didn't go with just a 5k challenge. That usually is the only answer within that budget. But over the past year, Miata prices have shot up to the point that you need to spend at least $5,000 to get a high mileage example. So for $10,000, you could buy a slightly lower miles, less beat up version, and then modify it to emphasize its key qualities. Based off conventional car buying wisdom, the older models should be the cheapest, right? Well, actually the first generation of the Miata, the NA, it seems to have gone up in value disproportionately compared to other generations. So for a bit more money, at about $6,000, you can go out and get a second generation one, the NB. There are plenty of examples at or below this price, and you can find relatively clean ones with about 130,000 miles at this price point. From there, Spend a few bucks getting the car detailed just to look pretty for the weekend. In terms of actual spending though, seats and a proper roll bar would be the essentials. Anyone taller than 5'10 would struggle to sit low enough in the car. So upgrading to better, more bolstered, and lower seats will help out here. And the roll bar is a safety must in the worst case scenario. With that taking up about $2,500 of the remaining budget, I would say spend the remaining money on brakes, wheels, and tires. Oh, and also on a fluid surface. Then you'll have a pretty much perfect candidate for any weekend drive. One thing though that commonly gets brought up about Miatas are their lack of power. Although power isn't everything, contrary to Jeremy Clarkson's beliefs. There are other cars that fit this challenge that'll definitely outpace a stockish Miata. For example, a 10 to 15 year old BMW Z4 Roadster. The first generation of the Z4, replacing the Z3, was a small two-seater proper sports car and BMW even put an inline six into it. They actually put multiple inline sixes into it, just not at the same time. The biggest of these engines was the 3.2 liter S54 from the E46 M3, an absolute legend of a car. Not surprisingly, those Z4Ms are well outside of the 10K budget. There were also some non-M 2.5 and 3 liter engined models, and those ones are still proper fun and can be purchased within the budget. For this challenge, we're going with the 2.5 liter model, which when paired with the manual and with about 130,000 miles on the clock should be had for about $7,000. From there, you'll want to spend about $1,000 on getting the cooling system refreshed and the fluids all changed. Aside from that, these inline sixes from the non-M BMWs are pretty reliable and pretty strong. After that, spend another thousand dollars on getting an intake and an exhaust 
to help the inline six breathe easier. And finally some tires and brakes. And there you go, a small two-door sports car with a real proper engine under the hood. Perfect for cruising around or taking to the twisties. So from Miata to Z4, four cylinders to six, only makes sense we branch out to America and pick up something with a good old V8. The final selection for this episode, a C4 Corvette with a five-speed manual. The C4 Corvette, the Corvette of the 80s essentially, was up until recently the most unloved generation of the Corvette. It was the awkward child of the Corvette lineup as the car transitioned from the classic muscle machine to a more modern sports car. It's not the fastest car, nor is it a handling beast, but it'll keep its own around most cars. And the big V8 under the hood is torquey enough to get you up to ticketable speeds pretty quickly. To get a nice Sunday cruiser, you'll need to pick up one for around $8,000 and then spend the rest of the money cleaning it up and getting some maintenance done. From there, if you have a few bucks left over, a nice exhaust will help give it some presence without being a nuisance. And that will complete the perfect 80s vet vibe. So even in this crazy world of crazy car prices, you can still be a car enthusiast and go get out and enjoy buying a fun weekend car. We've shown our three options here, but we want to know what are your thoughts? Would you take one of the three or would you pick up something else for $10,000 as your weekend car? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram at G-Force Podcast. Podcast.